0: Welcome to Business Talk Sister Gok. I'm Becca, and today's podcast episode topic is dealing with business burnout. And uh, right now, I'm not really sure if this is gonna roll into two episodes or just one because there's just so much content that I really hope to get through. Uh, I, I really think this is an important topic because if you're not dealing with business burnout right now, well, first of all, that's great. I'm, I'm so excited for you. Um, but I also know that it is the most important time to plan. Because when you have burnout, you don't even necessarily recognize what you're going through. And it feels so difficult to identify what is wrong with me and why are these things happening in my life. And so that's why it's so important to have a plan beforehand. Because if you have a plan that you can commit to with other trusted people in your life that can support that plan, it's going to turn out way better than if you're in it and you don't even know what's going on. And, and that's why I also think it's important to educate yourself on, on what that looks like or could look like because it, burnout can be different for every person. And there are subcategories of burnout or maybe they're very similar in some ways to other things that are going on in your life that maybe could be associated with stress or um, emotional fatigue or uh, just depression, grief. There's so many other things that could also be going on, but they kind of can be really interrelated, quite honestly. Especially if you just keep trying to push through any of those other emotions, it can really lead to business burnout. So, um and and I know that I say business because that's what we're doing, right? but these can cross over into every category of your life because it doesn't just stop when you check out of your work day, it it can feed into everything else. So let's talk a little bit about what it can look like. Burnout usually happens when there is a stressor or a series of stressors that influence over time you to be more and more overworked and exhausted. And So when we're, we're talking about the series of things, um, stressors, well, let's talk about stress first because did you know that they're like, I, w- I was reading this book by the Harvard Medical School um, with the authors Joseph Strand and Leigh Devin uh, called Manage Your Stress and it literally has 50 symptoms of what stress can be. Some of them are just like simple things like neck pain, diarrhea, stomach cramps, like there's so many different things. And, and they could be super subtle things like being highly irritable, like that can be subtle if you don't really do it at work, but then you go home and those things start happening at home, right? And, and you don't even realize as they're creeping up and getting more and more into your life that that can be part of what's going on. And there also is a different thing called compassion fatigue that can happen as well when you're working or helping people that are constantly um, reacting negatively to the things that you're doing. And I think that that is a completely subtopic that I, I want to discuss, but though that is a little bit different than burnout because burnout takes a little bit longer of a time to ramp up unnoticeably. When you're in it, it can feel like no new ideas are coming to you. Nothing sounds exciting anymore. Your interests don't have anything to do with business sometimes. Uh, It can feel a lot like depression in some ways. That like hopelessness, feeling overwhelmed or frustrated. You can't focus. Your attention span is super short. You can't even sit down to make a plan for the day. Those, Those can be all signs of being burned out. And it can... Even feel like a perpetual state of remaining still, like nothing is changing, or I'm working so hard at these things, but it doesn't seem like what I'm doing will really make a difference. Or you're being on a hamster wheel, constantly running. Um, those are all different things that people have have used as examples. Or even like you're just not eating the meeting the expectations of where you want to be um, with with your business or what you think could the numbers could look like, they look discouraging. Someone inside or outside your business could also be the drain on you that's happening to affect your um, your just excitement for business or your excitement for life and, and working. And it can also be because over time you've created an unhealthy work-life balance or set unrealistic expectations for yourself and comparisons of where you think you should be. Um, to where you are now and I think, I think those are all really important things to be thinking through as as you're trying to understand what's happening and I think that a lot of times um, people will say, what is happening to me? I don't know. I feel like I'm failing um, I, I I can't trust myself to be able to get things done on time or all these different things. And then that relates to everything else in life where if I'm failing in this area, I must also be failing in these other areas and I can't be trusted with anything. So I should just not try or just dial it back. And and that those are all signs that you could be burned out. All of them. If you identify with every single one of those, <laughs> then you know something you have you need to make action okay so we're going to talk about the planning aspect of that so as as we know that these are some of the signs and maybe even people have asked you are you burned out are you feeling okay and i know for me um i back in 2020 that was a question that a lot of my friends were asking me and i didn't know i just felt weird and and (laughs) upset that like some things weren't going well or whatever. How, how am I doing actually? I don't know because I can't identify what really the problem is. And so first of all, if you're starting to notice these kind of trends, building a plan beforehand is, is important. And if you don't have a plan right now and you're saying, oh, this is where I'm at, wow, um, that's okay. Because we're going to talk about what that plan is. You should have trusted people in your life that you can talk to. Um, So, whether that is like family members or friends or honestly, a variety of both would be really good inside and outside of work because sometimes when things are related in more than one area, it's hard to get an outside perspective on what's happening and you can feel really crazy. Like, is this just me? Am I the problem? And and sometimes there are pieces of it that in in any interpersonal communication course, you're going to find out that. Every relationship has two human beings. So there is somebody contributing on both sides, right? So there is maybe some things that you're stuck in in your thought processes or whatever that are really creating some problems. So, But we want to go back to have those trusted people from the beginning. Because if you start going to a place of hopelessness or um, having unsafe thoughts or just feeling like you want to quit everything and run away, um, those are all times where you need to communicate to that person that you've agreed upon. If I ever say these things, we need to have action moving forward. And here's some really good good thoughts on what that action can be. It can start by setting up an appointment with a trusted um, therapist or a spiritual advisor. And there are other trained counselors that you can talk to. Um, or even if you're in a place where it's very unsafe, that where you're really entering maybe more of a depression side or suicidal aspect, um, call that crisis line, right? And, but if you're at a point before that, and and I'm going to be honest with you, I have called the crisis line before. And sometimes when they're saying, okay, well, are you in crisis in this moment? And you're like, well, no, I'm just feeling a certain way. Or I just have somebody in my house that's feeling a certain way. Um... They're saying, okay, well, you can follow up with these services on Monday. And that can feel really defeating. So that's why um, it's important to have a plan outside of just calling the crisis line. Because let me tell you, I know that we're going a little bit deep here and dark. And you're saying, well, I'm just struggling with burnout with like just doing paperwork or whatever. We're going to get to that. But I want to address the big things first because um, having those community partners, people in your uh, network, if you don't have those people, you need to find them. You need to get connected within your community to different sorts of resource groups. And I'm not just talking about business related, right? There's parenting resource groups. There are, there's tons of stuff online now. Um, There are resource groups for, um, for, single moms. There are resource groups for if you're struggling with addiction. There's all these different ones. And honestly, an addiction can be to work, okay? It doesn't just mean like drugs because a lot of the things that they're applying are really relevant to somebody who is hyper-focus on working all the time and understanding a good life balance and coping skills that are outside of the workplace in just doing what a socially acceptable addiction is. And and I mean that in all seriousness because um, there are so many things you can learn from understanding your brain and understanding how your body is feeling to respond appropriately to those cues and not put yourself in a place where you're burned out. Okay, so now we've gotten that out of the way and and if you have those resources, maybe it's your church, maybe it's um, a small group that you're a part of that meets regularly of friends that just get together and do life together. That's amazing. That's great. Those are the people that should be part of that plan. And part of the plan that you're going to be putting together is also committing to other people within that community that you're a part of, that you're going to be there for them if they have one of these moments, right? And so, whether that's just like, you know what, we haven't had a break from our kids for this many days, we just need a babysitter. Um, That's a commitment where maybe there's one night that you can say or one weekend that you say, I'm going to do that right now for you because I can see that you're struggling, And that is so important to be in community, outside of business, outside of working or employing people, whatever. It can't just be people in your workplace. It has to be external as well, because otherwise it can create a culture of burnout where everybody is sinking together. And that's a really big point that I wanted to make with this is that you have to be comfortable with having people in your community circle that are not like you. And this is so important because I have talked to so many people that are like, oh, I'm just so happy that you get what I'm going through. And that's, that's good to have people that can identify with that. But at the same time, if they can identify with the fact that you're feeling burned out and they're feeling burned out, you cannot do anything to help one another because you're both on the same ship sinking slowly together and you see the other person is hurting you see the other person needs help but you are so exhausted you cannot do anything to help that person and they cannot do anything to help you so it's okay to have people who do not know how to identify with what you're going through because quite honestly they're probably in a way better place to help you And, and it's good to have that variety within your community like of people that aren't the same as you. They have different perspectives and they are in different life stages even. And that's a good thing. That is a blessing to have variety. Okay, so part of your plan after you tell people is you need to be able to make space to have time to reflect and to heal. And I, I know that as a, a business owner, um, that can be super frustrating because you feel like the whole world is going to come crashing down if you just take off one day. And you say, well, I can't afford to. I got all this stuff running, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. I have been in this place. I've been in this place more times than I would like to admit in my life. <laughs> in different stages with like different things, whether I was single or married or with kids. It's happened probably in every stage of my life at some point. And the world will not come crashing down if you take a half a day or a day or two days, whatever it is that you need, it will not. And I know that to be true because every time I've been in a situation where I said, I cannot do this, I need help. I'm asking for help. People have just come and filled the gaps where I did not know that was ever gonna be possible. I didn't believe it. I seriously thought I needed to carry the whole world on my shoulders every single moment of the day. And that's not true. Just because you run something and you're responsible for people and their stuff and coordinating or whatever, it doesn't mean that without you, everything will fall apart. That is a lie. Okay? Everything can get picked up in another day or somebody can step in to help you for the moment and it will not all come crashing down, okay? And I think that's so important to realize about every single person in your business. If you see they're getting burned out, you need to recognize that you should not be fearful of them taking a mental health day because the reality is, what's more important, that person's life and their family or the business? And I'm gonna just come back to this concept of like, if you've ever watched a kid or you have had a kid or whatever, And um, they are, something's going on with them and you're trying to figure it out. Uh, If you're asking yourself, would I do this to a kid, what I'm doing to myself? I think that's a really good question because a lot of times we treat our bodies and our time like it's, we're invincible and we can just keep going. But if you push a toddler through five naps and you only feed them Snickers bars, what does that do to them? Like that's not fair to do to yourself, right? And so I think that that's a huge piece of it is we are willing to sacrifice. We're willing to work hard, but we're not willing to actually recognize when we need to take a step back and figure out what's truly valuable in life. And honestly, I think COVID has been really good at helping people do that in so many ways because it's really helped us strip away this crazy work life, and when suddenly somebody needs to stay home because they're sick or whatever, it's, it's like, oh, wow, the world did not end. And for the first time, a lot of people have seen that they can do that and it's helped them restructure their priorities. And that can be a really good thing. So we've talked about the community. We've talked about taking time. Uh, I think it's really important as well to not do that time in the same place that you always go. And here's why your brain has neurological pathways that it's created. And just like, I mean, if you go to any presentation from like the American um, Cancer Society or whatever, talking about like nicotine and how it affects your brain or all these different things, they will tell you that the more you go down a pathway, the deeper that pathway is and the harder it is to create a new one that's different from that one. And when you're in burnout, you have created a pathway that is associated with the the things you do on a regular basis whether it's your house your work all that stuff if you need to take time you need to get out of those spaces because they bring your brain back to the same neurological pathways and you need to create new ones new ones that you can go to when you're feeling stressed or upset and and this seriously like i don't know how many times i've gone through like failed things in business i could probably like just talk all about that sometime. (laughs) that you can get to these places where it's like i need to reset and if you don't it's basically like filling a balloon filling that balloon until finally one day it just pops and it's not good for you it's not good for your family and it's not good for any business that you're a part of and some of you may be thinking well Like that might be expensive or whatever to like rent a cabin or whatever. And I get it. You know what? Like I've literally had people get time away by using my spare bedroom. Okay. You could literally call someone and say, do you have a space in your house? I could go for a little while or even just go sit at the library in a quiet corner for like a few days or (laughs) don't spend the night at the library, (laughs) but you know what I'm talking about. Have that time that's completely away from everything that you have been familiar with to reflect. And whether that's you journal or you listen to music or you start going through and and writing down um, just like a timeline of events, I would highly recommend the timeline of events starting with like your chronological order of things that you've gone through in life and just documenting all of them. If you can create that picture of where you've been and maybe what has brought you to this point today, that can be really helpful to understand. Oh, like I'm not crazy. There's been a lot of things that have been going on. And that's a really good piece of of helping in that process. Now, as you're there, that reflecting is so important about understanding the cues that your body is giving you. Now, I also want to say if you are have a high propensity to do things that are not healthy for your body, if you are alone, then you need to ask someone to come with you or be in a place where there are people close by. As you process though, really start thinking about also the positive things, because sometimes when you do that chronological life order, you can say like, here's all the negative, traumatic things that have happened. And that's okay. That's important to do too. You got you to gotta let that come out. But then you also have to start thinking about the good things. And I, I was also reading, uh, Are You Okay? A Guide to Caring for Your Mental Health by Carrie Morton. And this book specifically also recommends writing down five things that you like about yourself right? Five things that you actually like about yourself and keeping that and bringing it out and remembering it. And if you need help with that, um, somebody else can sit down and write the five things that they think about, they like about you. Th- that's good too, but you should still think about what you like about yourself. Uh, it can be super simple. I have nice eyes or what, whatever those things are. It doesn't necessarily always need to be a character trait. It can be physical But character traits are also incredibly important. Maybe you're a very um, hardworking person. That's something you can like about yourself. And I know we've talked about body mindfulness on the podcast before, but really understanding like how is my heart beating right now? Have I been eating in a healthy way? Do I have enough nutrition in my diet? Have I exercised recently? There are so many links to exercise, to fight burnout and depression and stress it's incredible it's incredible how much research has already been done and so like actually treating your body in a healthy way can be so so vital to overcoming burnout and I will also say that it's not like a magic you take a day and then suddenly you're completely refreshed that just doesn't that doesn't happen all the time and for some people maybe it does but not everybody, because burnout takes a long time to get to. And so recognize that it's okay if you're still feeling like uncertain that things are going to get any better or all of that. Now, it doesn't mean that you just give up on everything if you, if you feel like you're not getting any better in that moment. You don't give up on your business. My friend, one time she told me that business owners take breaks. They don't quit. And I think that's so important to take breaks though. <laughs> And I don't think enough of us are taking them. Okay, another really great thing that I have learned from a business mentor in my life is that if you work a business job with your body, then you need to take breaks that also include your mind. And if you work all day with your mind, then you need to take breaks that include your body. And so that makes you way more productive in life. It gives you um, the ability to just refresh and think through through things in a new way. And um, that that can be really helpful. So whatever your occupation is within business, it's important to recognize that you need to exercise the other parts of your brain to move differently and get a new perspective on, on the way things are going. Okay. So the final thing that I wanted to give was a couple of resources. Um, I do think that this um, manager stress Overcoming Stress in the Modern World is a book from Harvard Medical School that I would definitely recommend. I got it at the library. Um, but it, it does have a lot of really good information in there about stress so that you can use it and manage it before you ever get to burnout. And then another, um, if you're currently going through burnout, a really good podcast that I listened to that was just really helpful in, in trying to understand what, what to do for me was um, the L3 Leadership Podcast podcast. Uh, episode 267, and I think he had a couple more um, podcasts after that that talked about burnout, and it was really good. It was really good. If you are not in burnout right now, and you're saying, this is really great information, I want to have it for later, um, this, oh, okay, act now when you hear someone else is in burnout. And, And there's actually this incredible... Like reason for that and in, in connection. And I actually took another another class that I think you should definitely, I would highly recommend looking at. It's actually on the minadopt.org website. So mnadopt.org. Um, in their resources section, it's called Addressing Secondary Trauma and Compassion Fatigue. It's with um, two doctors that are just incredible and the resources they had about addressing these different things within business and with kids and all this different stuff was valuable i don't care who you are if you have kids or not or whatever it's good (laughs) and you have to go to it because they talk so much about um, the importance of community and physical interaction And they talk about how when you can have like connection with somebody about the things that you're going through, it actually increases brain plasticity where it can create a splitting of your neurons to a new brain pathway. And if you can have four of these moments, they're literally, they call them sacred moments. They last less than 60 seconds each. If you can have four of those in one hour, it leads to long lasting change in your brain. And that's amazing to me because that's that's all about community and and being able to realize that you're not going through this by yourself and we were not meant to do life on an island. And I know I said act now, but what I meant by that is when somebody says this is what I'm going through, you got to figure out a way to get there. Get there and see them like physically because that's so so important to that ability to retrain your brain and I know it's awkward like it's you gotta get awkward when it comes to burnout (laughs) and um exhaustion because I I just remember one of my friends texted me some recently and this will be the gawk for this episode this is actually like kind of ridiculous this is a story of what I did recently after I learned about all this stuff um, one of my friends said, hey, how's it going? Haven't heard from you in a while. And she texted back, I am so emotionally exhausted that I can't tell you what's actually going on. I just don't have the energy. And I was like, oh man, this is it, like there is burnout happening, and I had just gone to this training, and I, it's so focused on acting now, and I was like, you know what, this is awkward, this is really awkward, but I'm gonna just go to her house, and I was like, well, do you have anything that you need to get done in your house to clean it, whatever, name one, one chore that needs to be done, and she's like, nope, my house just got clean, like everything's fine, and so I just was like, okay, be there in an hour, and I didn't even text back. And she texted me and she's like, are you crazy? You're coming to my house? Like, because <laughs> it was clear she did not want me to come to her house. And I like brought her some lotion or whatever. I just like came and said, you know what? I know that like it's important for your brain to have community right now. And I love you. And I'm here because I love you. And uh, we ended up like being able to just sit for like an hour together and just have such a good conversation and like really hear what's all going on in their lives. And and it was so good, but you know what? It was so awkward. Like it was so awkward at first, but it ended up being something so sweet and so beautiful that I would have missed out on being able to be a part of in that person's journey. And you know what? That's what people need in the moment. and And I think that we're not doing that enough for each other. <laughs> and so know that if you're not going through burnout, But you see someone else is, and they say, this is what I'm going through. Even if it's literally showing up to bring them some flowers and say hi, or honestly make them something, like a little note, whatever it is, if you show them you care, those moments are so valuable to helping through burnout, to helping people get better in their ability to be resilient and and move forward with life. And I know that this part of business is valuable outside of business or in any country or in any culture. And and I know that I talk about United States business all the time, but there's so many people that listen from other countries and I see you, I see that data. And um, so know that you can apply this anywhere and in any life stage. Uh, people need to feel that they're part of community. So if you enjoyed this episode today, I have great news because this is like an algorithm thing that I've been wondering about for a very long time with Spotify. You can now give reviews to podcasts on Spotify. So if you would like to leave a review on Spotify for uh, Business Talk Sister Gawk, please do that. And I will see you next week.